What's up, world? Uh, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. They, 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 insert here. Yo. It's a terrible game. Bottom line. It's terrible in every way. Graphically, it's terrible. Gameplay is terrible. It's just terrible. Oh, angry Nick mad. That game sucked, and it's gonna suck no matter how many revisions they make, and it just sucked even more because they put a connect with it. Oh, angry Nick mad. Or if there's violence, I'll just laugh and enjoy the fun. Kaz Hazari. Hazari. Kaz Harai. 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 They just kind of got tired of Angry Nick on the first one and said, yeah, I'm gonna pass. Oh, yeah, so I do. It's me, precisely. No, no. no. I, I, per- I no. do all my work. No. No, yeah, I'm you guys are so I don't. Cute. Oh, thank you. I try. I mean, let's face it, Mario, and to a lesser extent, Zelda, is what carries Nintendo at this point. Always be radical. I love you, little podcast. You're the bestest thing ever. For the promise of the new Super Smash Brothers and the Zelda game, yes. Will not find a better story presented in any other game genre, in my personal opinion. Like JRPGs have that. They have that story. That's what the entire game felt like. Oh my god, I want to bang my head into a wall. It's a podcast this weekend. Can someone remind me? I thought it was a video game podcast. You're listening to the Game Source Podcast. And hello again, everyone. Good evening. This is podcast, Game Source Podcast number 123. It's again from your friends at yourgamesource.com. Uh, we're still covering E3 2015, and tonight we're going to c- talk about Ubisoft and, of course, the last po- uh, the last great press conference of the evening from our friends at PlayStation. Uh, with me again tonight uh, on this episode is going to be Angry Nick. What's up, Angry? What's going on? And our good friend again, the author of Vendetta Dark. Get it now. Get it while it's hot. Get it within the first million copies sold. Vendetta Dark. It's a great new novel out by our good friend, author extraordinaire, Josh Peterson. How's it going, guys? And I also got forgot to say, the host of the newest podcast available on the web, or the interweb, as they used to say, Guardians of the Geek, and uh, we're looking forward to great things. Uh, I already saw, seen a couple episodes, so um, it's it's truly uh, something good for for all of us uh, people who like everything geek to chic out there. Uh, one more plug, if I can, again from your friends at yourgamesource.com. Uh, give us a shout out at GameSource on Twitter, GameSource on Facebook. Uh, you can watch all of our stuff on GameSource uh, on YouTube and Game Underscore Course. Game underscore source, if I can say that correctly, on Twitch. Uh, Again, if you have not gotten your tickets from one of the many places you can see our good friend Robin Callum's movie, Nintendo Quest, I suggest you do so. It's going to be an awesome documentary he is showcasing all over the country. And if you need tickets for it, just head on over uh, to NintendoQuest.com. Get your tickets today. They are selling fast. And I'm telling you right now, it's something you can't, you don't want to miss. I've already seen uh, a good deal of the movie, and I'm really, really quite pleased with it. It's really a great, great watch, and uh, you will be moved if you're a gamer out there. Uh, you know, I'm already choking up already. My goodness, but um, be that as it may, get tickets today at NintendoQuest.com. So once again, we're here. It's E3. The first official day is 
well, okay, it's the zero day. They call it day zero. It's now complete. Uh, first on the list was Ubisoft. Again, they were showcasing games. As we know, they're already coming out. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate got a look, but no gameplay. A nice, fancy CG trailer, which seemed to be the, also the course of the day. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, which really looks looks like a lot of fun, and we're really looking forward to that. Also as well, uh, Mad Max, but Just Cause 3, oh, really looking sweet. I can't wait till that comes out. Uh, Josh, tell me your thoughts on the Ubisoft conference. I'm really excited about Rainbow Six Siege because there's not a lot of there's a lot of games out there that have four player co-op, but none of them that truly make you work together to do objectives. Like uh, you know, most of the games you go in there, you just you know you shoot them up. But this one, you actually have in order to pass the missions, you actually have to work with your teammates. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Assassin's Creed, as always, is looking good. You know, you said they didn't show any uh, actual gameplay, but you kind of know what you're going to get from those. And I know uh, Sony has the exclusive uh, missions involving his sister. And uh, Mad Max looks really good. Um, you know, and the uh, the Division, right? That's another one. That one also. Yes, yes. The Division. Uh, that was a 2016 release, but it it, it looked. What do you? What were your thoughts on that? Oh, it actually, it looks really good. I, I hadn't seen a lot of footage of it before today, so I'm that's definitely on my to-play list. Uh, how about you guys? Go ahead, Nick. Nick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, um, probably what, what was most appealing to me, since, you know, we bobbed over to me anyway, but uh, it's probably The Division. Um, had, if I recall correctly, didn't, that was showcased last year too, wasn't it? Um, only a little bit, yeah, it, it was, yeah, there was a, a, a gameplay demo of it, but um, this was a little bit more detailed, uh, yeah. and they're, obviously now that they, they've had a couple of delays in it, so um, they're finally now circling in on a release date. Um, also want to um, talk about the new game For Honor, which is the sword fighting game, which was also uh, very good, uh, very promising as far as a, uh, the type of game that, that people would like to play as well. Kind of want to mention that out there and throw that out there as a uh, promising title for Ubisoft as well. But uh, Nick, your thoughts on some of the Ubisoft happenings? Yeah, no, I mean, really the, the thing that was probably most appealing to me that, that was, you know, showcased really, uh, I, I think, I mean, overall probably in the conferences in general, uh, I, one, 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 at one game for me, uh, and obviously from Ubisoft, was The Division. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, you know, I, I think that falls right in line with a lot of the uh, kind of post-apocalyptic um, type, whether they be uh, FPSs or, you know, third-person shooters. Uh, I, I don't know. That game That game looks like it has, um, uh, you know, that game has a lot of a lot of potential, I think. Um, you know, I, I some of the aesthetics from, from kind of what I was visually gathering from it, um, I don't know if, I don't know if maybe, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know if it was something that we were watching, I mean, what do, you, what do you think, Gerald? I thought some of the aesthetics were not as well-refined as they could be. I understand it's probably, since it's not, you know, fully completed until 2016. Um, you know, I, the game itself looks like it's good. Um, it looks like it has, it has a lot of the gaming mechanics that's, that's certainly going to make it a fun game. Um, I, I, it doesn't seem like the storyline, they, they seem a little hes- I don't know if they seem hesitant on... Revealing a little bit more with regards to the storyline, it seems like it's so far it's kind of weak. I understand that they've probably maybe intentionally left some of the details out uh, on purpose, but 
Um, I mean, overall, that that's kind of what out of Ubisoft's lineup. That that's kind of what's appealed to me. Um, like I said, you know, ha- having seen that showcase last year, I was kind of already kind of gung ho about you know uh, giving that game a whirl. So I can't I can't wait till 2016 to to be able to see the uh, you know the finished production. And before we go on to Ubisoft, I do want to clarify a couple things. Um, first off, from our previous podcast, um, the co- controller that was announced was a premium controller, which is going to retail around $150 for the Xbox One. Um, and I believe uh, that we stated that it was an exclusive that the, P- the Xbox One was going to get only going to get the PC mods uh, once they're done, and then they go over to the Xbox One or become available then. PS4 will also get them too, but at a later date. Uh, the the timed exclusivity will go to uh, Xbox One on those mods. But uh, Ubisoft, to just cost three, I'm really excited for that. Uh, Mad Max, that that was well, you know, I, I'm kind of uh, not not the strongest. Uh, um, that's, I'm really not in a corner on that one. That really just didn't uh, uh, that hasn't really gotten my attention. Um, but For Honor, I think, was very, very promising indeed. I think it's a title worth looking for. Uh, and also, of course, Rainbow Six uh, Siege is just uh, really good. What, what really surprised me was that there was no gameplay shown of Assassin's Creed, just a CG trailer. Um, kind of uh, concerning. But then again, after the debacle that was known as Assassin's Creed Unity, I'm not entirely 100% surprised because I'm sure they would have worried about some type of faux pas uh, being shown on screen. I don't um, know. I, I, think, I, I mean, Gerald, don't you think Assassin's Creed's kind of... I, I, I realize they keep coming out with, you know, iteration after iteration. I mean, I think it's about worn out. It's You keep saying that, and people keep saying that, and, and it still sells millions of copies, even if it wasn't bundled with the Xbox One. So, um, it's... it's yeah. you know, as long as people keep buying it. Like, look right behind you. You've got Call of Duty Blobs 3. Uh, right behind you, you know, it still sells. It's still going to sell 20 million copies or close to it. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah I guess it's a good point. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, people say they're tired of GTA. Well, sorry, GTA 5 is still selling in the top five each and every month. Two years later. You get mad at so, doing the same thing. Yeah, Minecraft. People say they're all oh, we're sick of Minecraft. Well, they're coming out with a new iteration of it. As far as with the whole, we'll work with the holodeck. But people were ooing and aahing over it. You were ooing and aahing over it, Nick. But people are so tired of Minecraft. So, you know, it, it's, it's, if you say that, people say they're tired of Madden. But, you know, Madden still sells galore. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to Just Cause 3. That I know a lot of people are not sick and tired of. Uh, that hopefully will uh, come to fruition and not be delayed because it's uh, for a release this year. Um, with everything, uh, if everything goes well, good. And also as well, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I'm hoping to be part of the beta on that one, most definitely indeed, because that's truly something that that I'm looking forward to. With the copies of Rainbow Six Vegas one and two uh, firmly tucked in uh, with the Xbox One version. So uh, be that as it may, uh, we're on to uh, PlayStation. Sony, yeah. You know, it, if I can start out real quick, um, I know that you didn't catch the back half of it. Did you see the, uh, did you see the Batman? The debut I of the Batman? I did see the back half. I just caught back hack while, we while we were there. Uh, but yes, I did see the Batman Nightmare um, DLC that's going to be exclusive to the PlayStation 4. 
Uh, it was nightmare-inducing. Um, I mean, uh, before I got cut off, it looked pretty good. But I, 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 it, I was watching it, and then it froze or something happened in the video. Was the rest? Of the, did the rest of the DLC look good? Uh, yes, it looked very promising. Like I said, it's Batman. It's coming out next week, and I think it's going to do it's going to do really solid sales. Plus, it's in a weak market right now, where there's not, you know, since The Witcher, there's really not been anything to to uh, really engage the consumer outside of that in Splatoon. So I know Batman's going to get uh, pretty much a, a nice a nice bump up uh, a nice bump up initially uh, in sales, and having the the PlayStation 4 exclusives. Plus the PlayStation 4 bundle that's being made available as well uh, with Batman, you know, it's just going to be uh, you know a nice windfall for them, and I think it should you know score well, um, and I think it's it'd be a grand finale for for those folks at Warner Brothers as they're, they're I believe it's Rocksteady uh, that's uh, that's uh, is that correct Rocksteady? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's finally that's making their last iteration of Batman before they move on to something else. So um, it's it, it should be a great game. I look forward to it. But yes, uh, I did see the Uncharted uh, Four. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I took the words right out of my mouth right there. Just right that's there. A all in agreement. That's a must how buy. wonderful that game is. Yeah, buy a PlayStation for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Just makes people want to buy a PlayStation even more. Um, and no discredit to their main competitor and chief rival, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which which looked outstanding as well. But Uncharted, you know, just the reaction from people out there just seemed to to dictate that this is the most recognizable title right now for PlayStation, and uh, just just really just going to be the 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 pillar, the foundation. And is it a thief's end? I'm not sure. If it sells well enough, they're going to have to figure something out because. Um, it, this is something that they may want to stick on to for, for, for at least a little while longer, and it might have a lot more legs than, let's say, the God of War franchise uh, or Gran Turismo uh, or what have you, which have seen a sharp decline in their sales with their last iterations. Um, guys, what else stuck out to you? Because I know I have a couple things to say on PlayStation, but I don't want to babble on too much. So, Josh... What, oh, no, I, I was just going to interject real quick and say that uh, I was stoked when I saw Final Fantasy. Oh, oh yes. I was absolutely, I was like, oh, damn. Well, well hold on here a second. You know, there. this is, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake HD uh, Remake is, 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 is now happening. It's now a thing. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, it just should have, this is what they should have done back in December. This is what they should have done to PlayStation Experience back in December. They had to make themselves really look bad and embarrass themselves in front of a world audience by trying to, to sneak over that port, the PC, the bad PC port, over to, to and try and pass it off on audiences. And it had such a, a awful, awful reaction uh, that, that they finally realized, you know what, we really need to do it justice. And you can't take a game that's so revered and so loved and throw it in the toilet by, by trying to, you know, pass off that uh, bargain basement uh, version of it. They need to do something proper, do something correct, and do something right. And I'm finally glad that they are actually going to take the, you know, the time to do so. I think the, the audiences can wait because it was supposed to have been out the first part of this year, uh, the port being on, on the PlayStation. And uh, I'm glad that they're, they're actually, you know, 
common sense has come into mind, and they're actually doing that. Josh, your thoughts on that? Well, when I first saw the trailer, I thought they were going to make is going to be another sequel to the you know the Final Fantasy VII series. How you had Dirge of Cerebrus and uh, that was the uh, Advent Advent Children. Yeah. So, but I mean, getting being able to play the original game and uh, you know completely remastered is uh, I I stood up and I was clapping my hands when I saw that on screen. It was pretty spectacular. And I mean, and and like as far as they came along, I realized a lot of that was obviously. Well, actually, all of it was CG, but still, I mean, to to see that it was like <laughs> it was like holy crap! This is exactly what I've been waiting for. So, yeah. Well, uh, t- and a couple more things before we just you know this is going to be a a abbreviated podcast today. Um, well, first off, I want to touch on the fact that the Last Guardian, our words were correct, and that the Last Guardian is coming out in 2016. Uh, that was something that was a uh, very welcome sight indeed. I think everybody just breathes a sigh of relief that it's finally actually going to be a reality. Eh, well, we think anyway. They didn't give us this big thing, No, no, and here we go again, you know. But um, I have a feeling this time it's going to come onto re- retail shelves at some point in time in 2016. Um, no Man's Sky, uh, you know, it was great when he was showing all the different stars and 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 galaxies that, that you can actually go into, which which is almost seemingly infinite. But uh, it was just it's kind of funny. It was a shame that when he uh, the one one planet he decided to land on to uh, land was not exactly the most thrilling planet in the world. You could see his uh, almost trying to you know curtail his anger when he found a planet that really had didn't have much to do. So <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't real impressed. I wasn't real impressed. Uh, it, well, I think they didn't show as much as they should have of the combat, and I think that was uh, it should have been the other way around. The exploration shouldn't have been that much, and they should have spent more time on the combat aspect of it. Um, I'm still very high on the game because of the fact that it's I want to you know discover my own planet called Planet Game Source, quite honestly. So uh, uh, that's what I intend to do. So I'm looking forward, and and they didn't announce a release date on it yet, so, but they said it would do it so very soon. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, some some nice PlayStation exclusives, and then I guess the biggest announcement. Uh, no, it wasn't PlayStation View and the fact that you can get channels a la carte and all that. Um, I think the the biggest news was that the the Call of Duty limited time uh, exclusive um, DLC and whatnot is now going in the hands of PlayStation, and it's no longer in the hands of Xbox. Um, what does that tell you in detail, Josh? When when they make an announcement like that? Uh... It tells me that my Sony is scared of losing sales to Microsoft because even not just Call of Duty, but with the uh, you know Final Fantasy, they have it's going to be available on PlayStation first. So it's not really, you know, I guess if it's just if Sony keeps them, like they don't ever release those maps to Xbox owners, that's one thing. But as far as like the we get this content first, it's not really an incentive for people to go out and buy a Microsoft. It's more just a temporary annoyance until that stuff gets released for the Xbox. Well, that's what Xbox was doing this whole time. I mean, that's why people were staying on the 360 and whatnot, because uh, their friends on playing Call of Duty were getting the DLC and the content first. Yes. So that, well, now that now that the, it's on the other foot... Exclusive a lot. That, that, that seems to have been used a lot. Exclusive. Well, that's, that's the idea. It's trying to get you, the customer, to realize that hey, this is coming to it first, or this is coming to it, period. 
So this is the reason why you need to own it. And they, they need to do that because, again, this show uh, is not about you and I as hardcore gamers. It's about those – it's about um, three individuals, uh, three types of groups, the press, the the regular consumer that uh, only shops at, you know, for video games at a certain point of the year, and and then also as well um, investors, you know, people who are willing to spend a lot of money investing into these companies as far as from a stock advantage point. This is the only time they may actually peer into the world of video games. So, so you know, while we want to think that E3 is, is a lot about us, it's more about those groups, quite honestly. So, um, yeah. We were talking about the console war and whether or not it actually exists. That's kind of proof that it, it does exist. Absolutely. I think it does. I know I know there's there's been staff members who think otherwise, and I respect that opinion, absolutely. But when it comes down to it, every year, you, you know, there's a battle for your wallet. And, and to me, that, that constitutes a, a type of battle, war, what, whatever you want to say. It's, it's a type of uh, challenge indeed. So, Any last uh, thoughts, guys, on the PlayStation Conference? One last thing you might have been uh, enjoyed or not enjoyed about the conference? Yes. Can we talk about, uh, was it Horizon? Yes, yes, Horizon. The, oh, the game looks spectacular. Yes, from the folks at Guerrilla Games, uh, the, the makers of Killzone. And they were shooting metal dinosaurs, which my uh, daughters were saying, why is the toaster trying to attack her? So, <laughs> but we won't, we won't go there. We won't go there. Uh, Nick, one last thing. No, no, I think that was, I think, I think, uh, I think that was good. I, I, I think Sony had, um, Sony had a pretty good lineup. You know, I'm, I'm really excited for Uncharted 4. I can't wait till uh, we see that later in, uh, you know, uh, fourth quarter this year. And uh, I, I think, uh, I think they got some solid games. I mean, between all the conferences, I think we have some, uh, I think we have a good 2015, 2016, uh, a couple good quarters to look forward to. I uh, do, uh, do indeed. Uh, there's a little bit of a gap uh, as far as their holiday. Their holiday may not be as strong uh, as Microsoft's is right now at the moment, um, but I do believe come 2016 that they match up just as well with uh, both, you know, them, uh, Xbox, and Nintendo. So it should 2016 is looking great year for video gamers uh, galore because uh, there's a lot of great titles. Hopefully that will come out, and I say that hopefully. Um, you know, will come out in 2016. Uh, this holiday, though, I think the uh, the Xbox One is cornering itself a little bit better position than uh, PlayStation. But um, you know, PlayStation held up okay today. Uh, but I really think uh, that Xbox One it pulled kind of a little bit ahead with that uh, backwards compatibility um, and then the Gears of War um, collection uh, also as well being announced, kind of. Uh, um, up the ante a little bit it in their in their in my in my mind's eye uh, on their side so a little bit so but PlayStation didn't uh, fail by any stretch of the imagination so yeah all right that's gonna do it for us uh, once again I want to thank the author of Vendetta Dark uh, and one of our own staff members uh, Josh Peterson and then also as well I want to thank uh, Angry Nick for also joining us on the podcast. If you have any questions, you can call, you can email us info at yourgamesource.com. You can always send us a tweet at GameSource. You can always check us out yourgamesource.com. GameSource on Facebook, GameSource on YouTube, Game underscore Source on Twitch. So again, oh, and also I wanted to one last plug if I can. 
thank you so much for everything that you've done for us in Retro City Games uh, here in Las Vegas. Uh, they're gonna, we're going to be uh, having a live podcast um, on the 27th, so if you're in Vegas and you want to join us on the 27th uh, during one of their game nights, uh, we're going to be there in person recording a podcast. And on the 28th, we're going to do a podcast before the, the um, well, the latest uh, showing of uh, Nintendo Quest. And our good friend Rob McCallum, Rob and Jay, uh, they're going to be here in person at UNLV uh, on the 28th. They're going to be there, so get your tickets for that or one of the other showings across the country. Uh, check it out, NintendoQuest.com for ticket information, or stop by uh, for the Vegas uh, you know, showing. You can stop by Retro City Games in Las Vegas. They've got a great line of games, used games, um, new, new toys, a uh, whole bunch of stuff that you can take a look at because they're really great people in, indeed. Uh, go in there and tell them GameSource that hi. Uh, we truly would appreciate it. And uh, I think that's going to do it for you know GameSource Podcast 123, quick look at PlayStation and Ubisoft. Um, once again, guys, uh, say goodbye, everyone, because we're heading on out for tomorrow and more E3. Sounds like a plan. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Good you again, Josh. Thanks again for joining us, and have yourselves a great day, because it's another beautiful day in paradise. Do you love games, breed games, and bleed games? Then this is the crew for you. If you are interested in editorial, podcasting, live events, and exclusive content, make sure to hit us up at info at yourgamesource.com and become part of a team that is dedicated to delivering all the greatest delays in gaming news and content, all here at yourgamesource.com.